0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of... whatever NEWS! The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related, and we don't bore you, we get into it. Let's do it. I must go, must leave this house. I must go, the time is now. I must go, it's time to get out. Okay, people, before we get started, I would greatly appreciate it if you would hit that subscribe button and hit that bell to get notified. We drop new episodes of Foneva News every Saturday, 12 p.m. EST, and throughout the week, we re-upload those segments into smaller bits for your viewing pleasure. So yeah, we can help both each other out if you would hit that subscribe, that bell, you get notified. We keep this ship going. Uh, I don't wanna waste any more of your time. Let's get into it. First story of the episode. Fam, it feels like the anime industry is on fire it is burning in particular over here in the west because over the last week or so it has been one hell of a show to say the least regarding the battle between the voice actors and the industry. Now, it's no secret that a lot of parts in the anime industry, not only just the animators, we always talk about how the animators are stressed out and they're not getting their just dues, but there's a lot of key components in the anime industry that are very underpaid, and I don't want to say overworked because some of them, they don't work as much as especially the animators over there in Japan, but the voice actors over here in the West, it's no secret that between the fact that fans never really really give them their just dues oftentimes they are criticized very heavily and they're underpaid they usually get about 65 dollars an hour with a two-hour minimum so they'll get about a buck 30 for their their time and then their part is usually done and hey gotta wait until the next one until you get casted for something else so that's already been an issue that's why a lot of unions have been formed or whatnot but over this past week or so things got intense and got heated between the voice actor of mob from Mob Psycho and Crunchyroll voice actor Kyle McCarley came out recently and said hey I might not be returning to Mob Psycho 100 with season three because Crunchyroll don't want to play ball and it has snowballed and escalated from there let's read so that you guys are up to speed and understand everything that's going on because it's been absolute chaos with multiple voice actors coming out a lot of different things let's read Mob Psycho 100's English voice actor probably is isn't coming back because of Crunchyroll. October is slated to be a stacked month in the realm of anime with the return of the popular shonen series Bleach and the debut of the hotly anticipated devil-killing anime Chainsaw Man. However, it's not looking like the English voice actor for everyone's favorite milk-drinking psychic will be reprising his role in the upcoming season of Mob Psycho 100. Today, and this was a few days ago now, Kyle McCarley, the English voice actor for Shigeo Mob Kogayama, uploaded a video to YouTube titled, A Message to the fans of Mob Psycho 100. In it, he informed fans that they will most likely not hear his voice in Mob Psycho 100 Season 3 due to release on October 5th because Crunchyroll, the internet's leading anime streaming service, allegedly refused to work with McCarley under a Screen Actors Guild American Federation of Television and Radio Artists Union contract. I know for some of you that probably sucks to hear and believe me that sucks a lot to say. I'm really bummed about this, McCarley said in the video. It has been made abundantly clear to me that in the case of Season 3 of Mob Psycho 100, Crunchyroll is not going to be producing that show on a -A -A SAG-AFTRA contract. I guess it would be SAG-AFTRA? McCarley told Kotaku that Crunchyroll initially reached out to him on September 8th to ask about his availability and working on Season 3 of the anime. According to McCarley, Crunchyroll typically goes for simul dubs of a show, meaning recording both the English and Japanese voiceover of a series whenever they can. And following this video releasing, the internet went wild, like yo, Crunchyroll, like, y'all better not play with us. Like, we want Mob Psycho. And this was only over a few hours after this release that this was kind of going on before Crunchyroll quickly came out with a statement and pretty much said, Hey, you don't want to play ball with us? You don't want, you want us to work under these contracts that we're not working under? Here's our response. And... Yeah... Let's read this one. Crunchyroll's response to Kotaku regarding Mob in Season 3 of Mob Psycho 100. A Crunchyroll representative sent Kotaku an email in response to McCarley's role as Mob in Season 3 of Mob Psycho 100 saying, Crunchyroll is excited to bring fans worldwide the dub for the third season of Mob Psycho 100 Season 3 as a simul dub, the same day and date as the Japanese broadcast. We'll be producing the English dub at our Dallas production studios. To accomplish this seamlessly per our production and casting guidelines, we will need to to recast some roles. We're excited for fans to enjoy the new voice talent and greatly thank any departing cast for their contributions to previous seasons. So in a nutshell, their response is, oh you're fired you're you're recasted that's it it's over because the whole battle about this whole situation in case you're not kind of grasping what's going on because it is a lot i completely understand basically crunchyroll doesn't want to work with union voice actors because a union means that they would have to pay more out of pocket and they're not trying to hear it they're not trying to do it they basically don't want to be working with any type of unionization and their response is basically oh hey he's fired he's out of here no more and honestly first of all their response was very smug it wasn't even like hey you know we hear it was just like hey <laughs> we, we got something new for you guys he, he's out of here that's it and that's that and I'm just kind of like wow honestly for starters very disrespectful response to this whole situation they basically said straight up and down with that that they're not going to play ball they're not going to be working with the union and it really sucks because for starters one of the things about voice acting as I started this whole thing off with is that they don't get paid that much and on top of that their roles oftentimes are few and far between unless you're one of those people like uh you know Colleen Clinkenbeard or one of those voice actors you know Bryce Pappenbrook that are constantly casted you usually get your little role and you come back once in a blue it's not enough to live off of so these unions help to protect these people that want to be in these industries that maybe they got a couple of roles but it's not enough to live off it helps them to be able to accumulate funds and just in general live better and stay in this whole Realm without having to, you know, worry about finances or whatnot, and Crunchyroll not wanting to do business with them pretty much ruins everything for this whole situation. And the worst thing about this whole situation is the fact that right now Crunchyroll runs it all, and this is what I've been telling you guys of. For a while now, about these whole monopolies that are being created within the anime industry, that okay, boom, if you have one company that is the majority of, hey, we run this ship, then situations like this are unavoidable because aside from Crunchyroll, there's only a select few that are running with, you know, making new anime and working on dubbing and whatnot, like Netflix, and, you know, very few and far between. And yeah, it's just mainly Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll has everything by the gojones, so to speak, because Crunchyroll of course has fused with Funimation and they're owned under Sony so yeah this is bad and then yeah it started to escalate because fans were bringing up other previous situations regarding Jujutsu Kaisen and all sorts of stuff because a person brought up this Crunchyroll Mob Psycho dub situation just reminds me that Jujutsu Kaisen Zero made 30 million dollars in the US and the dub actors for that were paid like 300 dollars each for their roles and one of the voice actors from the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero dub said I was paid $150 total. No residuals or anything past that. So pretty much they were only paid for about like 2 hours worth of work. They were probably paid about $75 an hour. Maybe it was, you know, a little boost from the old 65, but they were paid $150 and that's another thing that anime voice acting doesn't provide you with even residuals. And residuals, if you don't know what that is, is essentially payments that are made like if, you know, an episode of Jujutsu Kaisen or, you know, the Jujutsu Kaisen 0 movie if it plays on TV or something like that, they gotta give you a certain percentage of the royalty. So they gotta cut you a check anytime it plays on TV or in other avenues. Hey, you know, Crunchyroll is putting it, cause I think Jujutsu Kaisen Zero just went on Crunchyroll fairly recently. It's like, hey, now you gotta cut them a check. They don't provide that with the dub voice actors. So I've always said, despite the fact that I'm not the biggest gung-ho fan of anime doves, they have been dealt a really bad hand throughout time. Anime voice actors that are, you know, doing the dubs and whatnot they've constantly been scrutinized they underpaid they don't get the respect that they deserve and then you look at this and it's like dog oh, not even residual it's like 150 dollars for jujutsu kaisen zero that made x amounts of money out there that's that's crazy and wrong and then another person came and piled on that regarding the jujutsu kaisen zero film they were also given the script about 30 minutes before recording and had a few hours to record worst part is if a performance is bad or janky people then target the actor or voice engineers they rarely ever bring up the voice engineers let's keep it real like 99.9 percent of the time it's oh god that that voice actors did a terrible job you know what the hell $300 isn't enough for a film let alone being insulted on the internet for it I concur honestly this is a very very nasty situation to keep it real with Mob Psycho 100 I've seen it both in sub and dub I believe my last watch through of it was in dub listening to Eric Vale as Reagan and Kyle McCarley as Mob and this is gonna be weird going into it like yo that's the main character that's like recasting Goku in Dragon Ball Z that's like recasting you know Naruto and Naruto although I don't listen to the Naruto dub but point being is that this this is going to get messy because if other voice actors decide to go up against the grain as well it's going to be a very messy situation now granted it could also open up the floodgates for people that are like oh that's all good and all what y'all going through but I've always wanted to be a voice actor we going and getting this check and that will likely happen and that's probably why Crunchyroll is playing hardball because they understand that there's a whole you know sea of people that would jump at the chance to get into this industry or whatnot And they won't even debate about unions and all of that stuff. So I expect it to get messier as time goes on. But yeah, if you're a fan of Mob Psycho 100, Mob will be recasted. And Crunchyroll is not trying to play with anybody. I mean, their response speaks volumes that they're just like, Oh, well, we're recasting you. Have an awesome one like nuts. Moving forward, Chainsaw Man fans. Y'all know in case you don't that Chainsaw Man is coming this October it's only a few weeks away I believe it was October 11th that they said 12th 11th that keeps on bouncing around but yeah October 11th ish uh, chainsaw man anime will be coming we got a new trailer recently that was absolutely breathtaking to witness it was freaking amazing but on top of that they revealed something that chainsaw man fans are a little bit confused because internal i guess you would say leaks so to speak had suggested something else regarding the episode count for the upcoming chainsaw man anime, because according to this, it says Chainsaw Man is currently listed with 12 episodes it will have a different ending theme song for all 12 episodes, and the artists are Eve, Amer, Kanaria Pseudo, Queen Bee Zutomayo, TK from Ling Tosite Sigure Tubo, Vondi People One, Maximum the Hormone, oh my god, they're so freaking awesome and Ano. so pretty much there will be 12 episodes, but the thing about it is, a lot of people were informed that it will be 24 episodes I'm totally gonna go out here and say that more than likely what it is is that there's going to be a core break. They probably don't know how long that core is gonna be. They might wanna just pull it like a Demon Slayer where, hey, you're gonna get it seasonally released. So you're gonna get 12 now and then you're gonna get it another year later, the next 12, maybe that's what they're aiming for. I hope that's not the case. I hope that it'll be 12 now, October to December, and then you know, come springtime, April, we return with it. If it's like a full-on year... like October to October or something that'll be horrible I really hope that's not the case I hope that they do these 12 first and then we get another 12 within about three months because Chainsaw Man it's looking like it's going to be absolutely amazing and also that means it's gonna cut off before some of the really like epic stuff goes on I mean don't get me wrong Chainsaw Man from Jump is going to be absolute absurdities insane and awesomeness but yeah 12 episodes seems a little bit light I think they really really want to make this thing sell a lot (laughs) Like, that's one of the biggest things because of the amount of money and resources they put into this. I mean, for crying out loud, each episode is going to have a different Ending song, twelve different ones alone. That's selling an album right there. You're basically promoting an album, so we gotta wait and see. But twelve episodes for Chainsaw Man, while it's disappointing, eh, at the very least, hey, we're freaking getting it finally. And based off the trailers, it's going to look great. We also got a couple of other pieces of information for starters. A message from Tatsuki Fujimoto. The animation of Chainsaw Man's recommended because the opening, ending, and video are good. It seems that the video changes every time the ending is done, so I recommend it. The opening is a good song that repeats many times, so. I I recommend it the artwork is also very good so I recommend it in case you don't know Tatsuki Fujimoto he's a bit of a I want to say troll he says some wild and zany stuff but yeah he recommends it because the video and the opening and endings are really good but then there's a little bit more because well I'll just keep on sharing with you everything that I got here for starters did you know when it comes to Tatsuki Fujimoto the reason why he drew all those chainsaw man women is because one time a girl from his university flipped his bike over and laughed said. Said he was lucky to have this because this type of woman are bossy unreasonable so that's why like in chainsaw man you got all these you know demonic and kind of messed up women because trauma ptsd like it's not even a funny situation he's basically pulling from life trauma to write these horrible women that are very devious and whatnot maybe he was bullied or something like that and this is his revenge you know what they say the best revenge is to get lit baby (laughs) Not success and lastly regarding chainsaw man chainsaw man anime is on the upcoming cover of Nikkei entertainment issue 11 2022 to promote the upcoming anime start and i'm not even gonna lie that is such a freaking awesome and fly cover you got aki in the middle with denji and power and it looks out of the anime please i need to get my hands on this this just looks so good and yeah i'm gonna be spending a lot of money on chainsaw man because i absolutely love it and adore it but yeah people again chainsaw man anime 12 episodes different endings for each episode and yeah we might get you know another 12 down the road I'm I'm hoping again a seasonal break but we gotta wait and see either way I'm just ready for it I'm like here for it a little disappointing that it's not 24 straight but I'm imagining there's another 12 already in the works and probably closer to production than not so yeah next up we got some big news regarding Hunter Hunter regarding the manga's return date but also Hunter Hunter is not returning to weekly shonen jump honestly from what i gather right here it sounds like they've decided to go a different direction with hunter hunter moving forward because y'all know in the past whenever hunter hunter returns is that we get a chapter every week in weekly shonen jump from however many chapters tagashi produced whether it be 10 20 30 and you'll get them in weekly shonen jump until eventually boom okay now they get put in volume form however it will not be returning to weekly shonen jump seemingly for serialization and instead it will be heading straight to volume form November 4th. Let's read. Hunter Hunter manga gets first new volume after 4 years the official Twitter account for Shueisha's weekly Shonen Jump magazine announced on Tuesday that the 37th compiled book volume of Yoshihiro Tagashi's Hunter Hunter manga the series' first new volume after about 4 years will launch in Japan on November 4th. The manga currently has 10 chapters 381 through 390 that have not yet been published in a compiled book volume. Tagashi commented in weekly Shonen Jump magazine in may that he had finished the rough drafts for 10 chapters which is a typical amount for a volume at the time he had teased that he had finished seven six at first uh, manuscripts out of those 10 chapters he since continued updating the account with teases of the chapters progress he did not reveal when the chapters would debut but yeah november 4th the first volume in a while of hunter hunter will be coming and it's kind of crazy that i did call it that yo wouldn't it just make more sense and get more money we literally just talked about this in the last episode that's why you should subscribe and hit that bell like i literally told you guys it makes more sense financially to just, yo, dog, put it out in volume. Most of the people that were reading *Hunter the Hunter* back in the days, they're not with the magazine anymore weekly. They probably don't care. In fact, if you notice, little by little, *Shonen Jump* is turning their gears. We talked about that as well. Of, like, they're slowly edging towards a different direction besides *Shonen* battle series, and that's probably why they're like, "Do we really want to even bring this to the magazine anymore?" Like, who's really reading weekly *Shonen Jump*? Waiting for *Hunter x Hunter*? Let's just put it in a volume form and let the fans go crazy because, yeah, that. Be basically the only way to read, obviously, aside from people that'll eventually scan it in or whatnot. But that's the only way to get, you know, your hands on the volume. Then, boom, they'll probably go and buy the volume in droves. So yes, November fourth, Hunter x Hunter will be returning with a new volume, but it won't be returning to being serialized and weekly shown in Jump at the very least at first. I don't know if they're planning on doing it after the fact, but considering every time it comes back, it serializes first and then goes to volume form, it's safe to say they're probably skipping on a serial. In fact, I'm going to add a caveat to that, that I'd imagine the reason why Togashi is on Twitter every day showing manuscripts is that is their answer to, okay, we're not going to serialize them anymore, but you need some type of promo to build up hype and whatnot. How about we get Togashi, this legendary mangaka on Twitter showcasing little pieces of work every day leading up to the release of Hunt the Hunter x Hunter. Kind of makes sense that, hey, it'll build up hype, it'll get interest, and people will be aware that Hunter x Hunter is returning, and you don't got to put in the magazine and disrupt whatever they're trying to build over there with essentially phasing out a lot of battle stuff so yeah that could be where they're trying to go with it but then also we got an update from yoshihiro tagashi himself uh regarding pretty much seemingly hinting at how much hunter hunter is going to be coming around this time because he said at the moment eight more chapters to go number 395 completed number 398 finish making a fair copy of character's speeches, finish drawing the colored cover page. So if that first volume is ideally gonna have about like nine or 10 chapters and he's talking about at 395 that he has eight more to go, I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring to say that there will be three volumes of Hunter x Hunter altogether. Maybe the first one will be about like 10 and the second and third one will be about like seven apiece or something like that. More than likely what happened behind the scenes is Shonen Jump approached Tagashi like, hey how about more Hunter Hunter he was probably like Hey, how about I'm not breaking my back doing this shit weekly anymore? I will be from the comfort of my home sending you guys the chapters and you do what you will with them. They'll probably be like, all right, fair game. You don't want to play ball? We're just going to put it on in volume. You won't be in the magazine no more. But yeah, we want three of those bad boys. So make sure you make enough chapters to make three volumes. And bada boom, bada beam, bada bam. Here's where we're at with it right now. Hunter the Hunter returning November 4th, but in volume form, not in Shonen Jump. And yeah, it looks like more than likely we'll probably have about three volumes volumes altogether, probably the first one in November, second one maybe like February-ish, March, and then so on and so forth, completing three. And then more than likely Tagashi will go back on break until God knows when, because it seems as though they cut him a check, they cut him for his time or whatnot. He hands in volumes and life carries on. But hopefully he does a nice big you know chunk of progression with the story. Hopefully with these next couple volumes it actually progresses to the point where there's some sort of end sight for the series i don't think there will be but i mean from everything tagashi has said throughout the years let's get closer to the end quickly i'm I'm just saying not saying to rush it but there's ways to maneuver through the story to get where you're trying to go so that way we don't you know drag along and yeah we, we gotta end this shit sooner than later man tagashi's getting older the health issues are getting crazier yeah hunter hunter november 4th no jump but it'll be back in volume form moving forward Jujutsu Kaisen fans they're starting to gear up little by little Jujutsu Kaisen season 2 with this promo image that was released it says here Jujutsu Kaisen TV anime website has a countdown that goes down every 10 seconds and should end in approximately well at this particular point it might be close to being over or it might actually be over but yeah it says here that this is a Jujutsu Kaisen TV anime season 2 new key visual and on it you got gojo and basically ghetto uh and the train and i believe is that no bar next to Gojo. no that's not no bar oh yeah yeah duh this is a uh flashback or whatnot that's uh, one of their team members and whatnot but I ain't gonna lie looks sick also really showcases where Jujutsu Kaisen season two is gonna at the very least start off with which I mean I don't think that this is going to be like a core focal point of like the entirety of season two depending on how many episodes we get but essentially it looks like we're gonna be very Gojo centric getting into his backstory and whatnot and I ain't gonna lie it's, it's a dope little image but it just gets me hyped like yes baby please I can't freaking wait I'm dying for more Jujutsu Kaisen anime if feels like it's been forever ago and realistically it's been what a little bit over a year now it ended about like march-ish of 2021 so yeah i'm ready for more jujutsu kaisen i mean granted we got jujutsu kaisen zero in between there that was kind of to supplement it but still i want more jujutsu kaisen tv anime and yeah they blessed us with this visual for season two a new key visual and that more than likely means that we're not far off probably once chainsaw man wraps in december maybe when no winter be too soon probably I'm gonna bet on spring of 2023 that's what I'm gonna bet on that's when we're gonna get season two I might be wrong but yeah we'll see which would be perfect if like Demon Slayer came out around that time I'm just saying I really want to see these two Goliaths go head-to-head Demon Slayer season three and Jujutsu Kaisen season two yeah people really dope visual for Jujutsu Kaisen season two can't freaking wait moving forward Black Clover fans Black Clover fans it looks like they're gearing up for something I don't know what but kind of got me excited and more in the realm of thinking of black clovers tv anime because according to this it says black clover's tv anime will start a rebroadcast of special episodes selected by staff and cast to commemorate the fifth anniversary of the adaptation this rebroadcast starts on october 9th on tv tokyo now granted they're saying yeah fifth anniversary or whatever but usually they don't rerun episodes of anything over there in japan i don't know why that's the case but it's a very big deal like if they re-air dragon ball z on TV, despite the fact that it's been out for 100 million years, it is a big deal. It's like, whoa, oh my God! So for them to do this for the fifth anniversary, it more than likely could be that this is going to lead up to, you know, as the weeks go on and they air these episodes, boom, Black Clover movie, or maybe it could be the TV anime return announcement. Oh God, please, please, please! I think there's more than enough material now to get back on the ball game. Also, considering we're in the final arc, oh come on, dog, Piro, if you're doing what you doing for bleach i would love to get a little of that trickle down over here for black clover either way yeah they're rebroadcasting episodes for the fifth anniversary more than likely that means that they're going to do something i don't know what it could be it could just be simple as hey they're doing that to gear up and ramp up for the upcoming film that's been you know confirmed for 2023 could be a little tv anime action i'm just saying please studio bureau please budaku kudo but we gotta wait and see either way they're re-airing Black Clover over there in Japan and re-airing stuff in Japan. is not like over here in the West. It is a very big deal over there. Next up, quick update for Bleach fans. It just says here, a special Bleach Thousand Year Blood War arc TV anime poster will be included next week in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 44. And I'd imagine as we get closer to the release of Bleach's Thousand Year Blood War, we're probably gonna get more heavy promo, more stuff coming because yeah, this is a very big deal. You could tell that they put a lot of money, manpower and time into this bleach anime return with the thousand year blood war so probably poster that week another pv at one given point to showcase even more of what's happening probably comments from kubo there will probably be a lot leading into the first episode and even after that they'll probably have little bits maybe they'll start releasing like character designs and the upcoming issues or whatnot of like hey this is what you know rukia looks here this is what renji looks here so we'll probably get stuff like that as well they're they're gonna do a lot for this one but yeah a special bleach thousand blood war tv anime poster will be included in next week's issue of shonen jump number 44 i wouldn't mind getting it honestly it's just that i don't have room at like yo dog if you knew how much of my collection i really have like this yes this is a a good chunk of it but i also have my car trunk filled i have downstairs an entire giant shelf bigger than this shelf filled with anime i got my freaking magazine i i got a lot of shit so that's why i can't collect these shonen jump issues anymore because i just don't got no room when i I move and i get a giant freaking place to put some of this shit sure we'll have the one big straight up anime chill room where it'll just be like all sorts of really awesome stuff but as it stands right now yeah i probably maybe maybe i could splurge just for this one maybe like yo dog know, i want that poster i'm just saying moving forward we got some boruto and naruto related stuff going on for starters we got yeah, something that is just kind of like, goddamn is kind of newsworthy, I guess you would say. Because somebody over a daily dose of anime did a calculation of where we're at right now with the Boruto anime in terms of what is manga material and what is anime-only material. Some people still refer to it as filler. Some people call it anime canon. Whatever you want to call it, have a blast. It's Boruto anime, period, right? But according to this, it says 80% of the Boruto anime is filler episodes more than 200 out of 270 Boruto episodes are filler basically not adapted for the manga and that is I I can't even begin to explain how bad that is like yo dog I and I gotta stand on this one in terms of the Boruto experience and whatnot minus the episodes we got in 2021 the Boruto which coincidentally are mainly from the Boruto manga I'm really more so rocking with the Boruto manga moving forward like from time to time when the anime comes back to the greatness of adapting really cool stuff or even when they make original stuff sure i'll be on it but i gotta really rock for what's really awesome and that's the manga stuff the manga stuff is really what makes shit pop but this is bad like i've seen some stats like i think naruto shippuden was about like a 50 or 60 percent fillerish, which is still horrible absolutely horrible but in comparison to this this is one of the other reasons why people don't Really care for Boruto. Just keeping it real. This is one of the reasons why Boruto is where it's at right now in terms of the anime fandom because nobody wants 80% of their anime to be straight up filler or tv original like they want what they've read in the manga or they want that really juicy stuff that kind of advances the plot along this right here is no bueno and granted you know there's still going to be really awesome moments to come and when they come i will you know let you guys know hey it was awesome but 80 80 percent. in comparison i don't have the exact stat but i can assure you like one piece is anime no more than 20 and i might be absolutely over exaggerating it might be 10 Percent, it might even be five percent. I'm not sure, but One Piece's anime filler wise, majority of the anime is canon, and it's a high majority at the very least 70 30 is canon. And because early on, they added a little bit more filler than they have in recent times, like you'll get maybe like a three to four episode filler art to like promote the movie or something like that. But it's mainly anime canon. Granted, the One Piece anime has its own problems. I'm not saying that by any means, it's like you know, the greatest thing in the world, like the pace. Wise is a very big issue that has plagued one piece especially post time skip but yeah one piece in terms of you know the anime canon to fillers you know ratio whatnot is massively different and that's why you know a lot of people they'll still say okay you know rock with the one piece anime there's you know good chunk of straight up canon there's not much filler but boruto is the exact opposite and i'm just really really hoping that even if hypothetically speaking post time skip they decide to come back and they're like boom it's still going to be straight up ongoing you get an episode a week maybe they decide you know what let's put this boruto z boruto shippuden on a bi-weekly schedule and jump plus or a weekly schedule and shonen jump i'm gonna imagine that the best that we can probably get is a bi-weekly situation and jump plus that way it will give more content to kind of add into the anime and just in general make things more smooth and a big rebrand is in order there's nothing more to be said i'm not going to debate about this this isn't up for discussion for crying out loud when sure tv tokyo and shueisha their pockets are great because they're saving a lot of money on producing this and yet they're still banging out an episode every week but on the long play and in terms of for the fans it's not good at all so yeah hopefully we get something else to shake because we need to turn that 80 20 to at the very least like i don't know 40 60 or something for crying out loud this is this is bad but hey what can you expect from a series that releases a monthly manga being adapted into a weekly anime it's not even like a seasonal thing maybe if it was seasonal it would be a little bit more fair game but yeah and while we're on the topic of the boruto naruto verse we got here that naruto's 20th anniversary project will be revealed weekly so they're not going to give it to us all at once and the first project is naruto's official website will be revealed on october 3rd and then oh the next announcement will be october 10th which is naruto's birthday interesting all boruto info will be added on there as well so you can expect whatever announcements to be coming out around that time i can assure you if there's anything major i might even do like a breaking news midweek on here of an official you know exclusive video like hey this is coming out i don't know know what it could be that would really make me jump out of my chair other than like a spin-off series or them announcing hey boruto z is incoming or something crazy like that like that'll probably get me to go like yeah let's do it but yeah basically this naruto 20th anniversary thing they're gonna milk it for all it's worth and every week we'll get an announcement starting with that naruto's official website will be coming out october 3rd and then the announcements will be on that website so yeah boruto and naruto fans you got 80 percent of filler and boruto and you got weekly naruto 20th anniversary announcements coming on the website starting october 3rd yeah invincible fans quick update here that i got for you guys because at the end of the day i don't care if it's not anime invincible and any other action series or things that i just want to talk about in general i will continue to do so here on forever news because basically it just says here carrie payton says he has finished doing voice work for invincible season two and is now working on season three so because the way we do animation and voice over over here opposed to like japan is pretty much they do the voice work here And then they send it overseas or wherever it's going to get animated to get you know created or whatnot. So if they already did the voice work and if hypothetically speaking voiceover for the series has wrapped up for season two, then it's probably already being created. And I'm hoping very strongly that maybe spring or summer of 2023 we could get that season two. And then if they're already working on season three as well, we could probably only have maybe a three to six month break in between for season three and. really hoping because i absolutely love invincible and yeah i'm I'm glad to hear that finally it's not just that they're talking about it it's not just a maybe or whatever no invincible is already on its way at the very least they finished the voiceover work they're probably animating right now as i speak and i can't freaking wait i'm dying for this shit i love invincible so much that first season was bussin heavy so yeah people be on the lookout hopefully 2023 fingers crossed we'll get invincible season two because i need it mate oh i need it One Piece fans, as per usual, we got a ton of updates from Film Red to all sorts of stuff. Let's just read. For starters, it says, official One Piece Film Red, and this was at the 45-day mark. We have a little bit better of an update on it. It says here, in 45 days, the film earned more than 14.9 billion yen with 10.72 million admissions in Japan. It has been number one for seven consecutive weeks since August 7th. One Piece Film Red has maintained that number one spot for seven weeks almost two months straight it's been number one it is the highest grossing film of 2022 in japan and it's the 13th highest grossing film of all time in japan as well so it is doing marvelous but then a little bit more of a better updated version because according to this it says one piece film red revenue has surpassed 15 billion yen and to commemorate this they put out a wanted poster of the main female i guess is she the antagonist i'm I'm not even really sure honestly of the film shanks's daughter uh they gotta want the poster of her uta red uta live and it says like 150 so yeah it's pretty much surpassed 15 billion yen which i want to say as of the time of conversion is like well over 100 million dollars that it's made in about like 50 days or s- somewhere around there it's basically been about like 50 around 50 days or whatnot uh that's freaking insane it's been the number one film in Japan for seven consecutive weeks it is the highest grossing film in Japan of 2022 and I'm gonna throw in that maybe the reason why we're starting to also see a lot of these big collaborations like we talked about Chainsaw Man how it's gonna have like a new ending with every episode and then this movie seems to be very music centric it seems like the streaming services are definitely helping out I don't know if it's from a financial aspect for promotions or whatever but I'm noticing especially with Sony and the massive takeover they've been doing in the west over here but just in general it seems as though they're really pushing anime to get even crazier heights like if it is doing all of this in comparison one piece stampede didn't do this none of the other one piece films have done what one piece film red is doing right now it's safe to say that uh yeah this collaboration and this musical thing that they're doing with a lot of these anime is benefiting them immensely these streaming companies these record industry folk are really pushing forth forward that yeah anime is going to keep on going to the top so long as they have these music deals in place. And while we're on the topic of One Piece as well, a heads up that One Piece by Eiichiro Oda will be on break after next week's chapter. The series is planned to resume in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 45 out October 10th. So pretty much chapter this week, no chapter next week. This has been par for the course with One Piece for ages now. Don't need to dive deep into it other than say, yeah, Oda, you've been goaded. You've been doing some amazing, I mean, almost every chapter the last month or so has just been unbelievable so yes Oda please get your rest and come back and keep on killing it fan because you've been doing wonders I mean I-, I imagine it must be a very interesting feeling to be Oda right now like your film is the highest grossing in Japan you get nothing but praise for your chapters each and every week from the fans like Oda he's a very accomplished man and it's probably a good feeling but also I'm sure a lot of pressure on his shoulders like okay how do I top that now and how do I top that now like eh, well he's on the final stretch godspeed Oda <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) moving forward Eden's Zero fans so in case you don't know we've been waiting for that season two dog we got season one of the anime and it's been a bit now and right after I mean like it was damn near like an hour or two after I released the episode of Forever News last week they graced us and blessed us with hey here's a trailer for season two says here Eden Zero second season teaser PV lifted TV anime second season unveiled and broadcast on MTV and TV, not emma tv from april 2023 draken joe stands in the way of shiki rebecca and Happy. shiki's fate is everyone please look forward to the follow-up report and yeah i'm looking forward to it i mean there was a little bit of a touchy time where it was i guess unclear what was going to happen with the future of eden zero because the original director if i'm not mistaken of season one had passed so a lot of people were in limbo like okay are they going to continue eden zero with a different director but it seems as though they're going forward in a major way and we already got a second season trailer and I'm ready for it I mean granted it will be coming April 2023 in Japan we realistically probably ain't getting that shit till like I don't know the end of the year or the beginning of next oh my god yeah we might not even see this shit I just thought about it until like 2024 because if it's coming April 2023 and the Netflix jail stops it from being like released weekly on the app or anything like that it's basically gonna be like a whole freaking six months at the very least we probably won't get Eden Zero Season 2 over here on streaming services legally anyway until like November, December of 2023, if not January of 2024. God damn. Next up, this was a story that also dropped right around the time I was creating last week's episode of Forever News regarding Genshin Impact. Now, I'll be honest with you, I played a little bit of Genshin Impact. It's not my bag, but I know it's very popular and a lot of people love it. Shout out to you guys. But a lot of people were telling me, yo, Finev, we know you absolutely absolutely. absolutely adore Studio Ufotable. Did you hear? According to this, Hoyoverse X Ufotable anime long-term project announced pretty much that they're doing the Genshin Impact anime with Studio Ufotable, and I'm not even gonna lie. I'm definitely gonna watch it just because it's Studio Ufotable. Like, I'm not, again, a big Genshin Impact fan. Not that I dislike it. I just, I don't really game like that. And when I do, I like to play, like, I don't know, silly, goofy games or fighting games or something like that. I'm rarely into, like, even though it's a beautiful game, the graphics, it's gorgeous and all that stuff. I just never really got into it like that. But an anime? I I might have to give it a go. Especially, hold on, an anime by Studio Ufotable? I'm definitely giving it a go. I really hope that they Nail it again. I am very unfamiliar with what the story is, but I've heard nothing but praise, so I trust that at the very least, if you mix Studio Ufotable with a cool story, they're gonna make some magic, and I am going to be watching this. Honestly, I might actually try to give it another shot. It's not again that I didn't like the game; I just really didn't give it a chance and didn't really get into it like that. I didn't give it the time. I might play it a little bit, get a little familiar with it, get ready for that Ufotable greatness because dog, you don't know about Ufotable Fate Stay Night, Fate Zero, uh, Fate. Evans feel and of course Damon Slayer what rock are you living on there fan Genshin Impact anime incoming studio ufotable let's freaking go moving forward okay this is a very interesting story apparently a anime writer that you know writes out basically what the anime is going to be for adaptations and whatnot is actually working on his own manga and it's the writer of the Jojo's Bizarre Adventure and Attack on Titan anime Yasuko Kobayashi he started his new manga it says here and Anime scriptwriter Yasuko Kobayashi and artist Saki Nonoyama launched a new manga titled Danzai Lock, Six Words of Punishment in Kodansha's Comic Days app on Tuesday. Kobayashi is penning the story while Nonoyama is drawing the art. The manga is set in a world where no matter what the circumstances, everyone who kills someone is themselves sentenced to death. Those on death row are imprisoned in the six prison districts where a strange economic system has emerged. One day, a steam train sends a new Batch of prisoners to one such district as it does every day. A man named Yushin, who calls himself a chaplain and bears priestly garb, also disembarks and it encounters a man who bears a sword that is called Kunoji. And that is a lot of exposition and not a great way to explain it. I mean, the art looks dope. The kind of premise in the beginning of, hey, you kill somebody, you're automatically sentenced to death sounds interesting, but yeah, a whole bunch of exposition dump in this explanation. And yeah, I thought it would be interesting. I mean, at the end the day wrote scripts for attack on titan and jojo's bizarre adventure probably had a little bit of decent influence to write something and cook something up also i got a really dope artist on there because this art looks fly and hmm, might, might give it a little bit of a read sometime check out what they are cooking up moving forward okay in two episodes of for news now we talked about this one and i had to bring you guys the goods to let you know that not only we talked about it that it's going to be coming out in japan it is very clear now that you're going to be able to watch this because in case you don't know Berserk fans there are three Berserk movies that were released before the 2016 anime granted they had some CG in them it was mainly 2D movies with 3D blends it was announced within the last few weeks that hey they're gonna be bringing those films and kind of remastering them fixing up some scenes adding new music all sorts of really cool stuff but it was just Slated to air in Japan. However, according to this, Crunchyroll said, Kentaro Mira's legendary series returns in Berserk the Golden Age Arc Memorial Edition coming this fall to Crunchyroll. So, this fall, those Memorial Editions that again is going to have updated art and animation in certain scenes and all sorts of really dope music and stuff like that, we're going to be able to watch them. And I'm going to guess what's happening here is that I believe Netflix's license of the Berserk movies is expiring. And with this Memorial Edition, Crunchyroll probably grabbed. The rights to the memorial edition so it's like hey it's coming off netflix probably within the next few weeks and then boom you got a brand new version of it on crunchyroll and i am definitely gonna if i'm gonna rewatch these movies at all it is gonna be this way because normally i rewatch berserk with like the old 97 anime like that's my favorite version i think that's the best animated version we have up to date but yeah i'm gonna rewatch these films in this memorial edition i hope they fix some of those cg scenes because there is a little bit of cg in there it's not as bad and as jarring as the 2016 anime, but yeah, if they fix those scenes or whatnot, this could make those movies. Mwah. But we gotta wait and see. Either way, Memorial Edition coming this fall of Crunchyroll. I will be watching. Moving forward, quick update for Manga Plus. In case you don't know about Manga Plus, it is a app that you can read manga for free. Although I'm gonna just say something right now. I gotta let this rant off real quick because it's been pissing me off. I've been trying to read through dawn because it is exclusive to Manga Plus. You can't read it on the Shonen Jump app, and every time, cause there's a let me even give you a little more info basically with a lot of chapters the only way you can read them is one time you can pretty much read it but if you leave the app and you close it out or whatnot oftentimes they don't give you a chance to jump back in they basically say hey can't read it again sorry like you know your thing is done and there's like glitches that happen when i'm trying to read the freaking manga of don, don that basically cuts me out of the app and essentially i can't read that chapter anymore and i ain't gonna lie that is really fucking pissing me off it be like at the end of a chapter there'll be an ad that pops up and then right as that ad pops up boom i'm throwing out the app or it acts like i already read the next chapter which i didn't get your shit together manga plus that is really pissing me off and if it wasn't that don the don was pretty much exclusive to there and ideally should be the easiest way to read it trust me right now y'all got me heated but MAGA Plus has reached six million monthly active users. Its new country ranking is the following: with the U.S. at number one, Thailand number two, Indonesia number three, France number four, Mexico, Philippines, Germany, Spain, Malaysia, India. Shouts to India! Shouts to all of y'all, actually. Uh, Argentina, Brazil, Chile, Canada, Peru, Italy, Colombia, Russia, Vietnam, and at number twenty, the U.K. So those are the top twenty uh, readers uh, from you know countries and whatnot on manga plus and with six million monthly active users you should have your app working properly okay you shouldn't have me struggling here you shouldn't have me pissed off in the middle of the night trying to read my don the don get my freaking enjoyment on and then you're cutting me here and I gotta go to other places to read it like stop like it's time to fix this shit you got six million people come on that's like if i had six million subscribers and i'm not editing my videos or some shit and it's just like you get the times where i'm looking at my phone and saying where the fuck is that article like i'm sure you don't want to get those little doses of freaking me just sitting here staring at my freaking phone right it's annoying you don't want glitches you don't want bullshit happening i want to read the goddamn manga like without being thrown out of the app and not being able to go back to the chapter come the fuck on next up just a small piece of my hero academia news it says here my hero academia tv anime season six will be publishing its latest news right before the broadcast next week in weekly shonen jump issue number 43 because i believe yeah we're about a little over a week away from my hero academia's anime season six return so yeah we'll probably what could be the news is it going to be like the opening band the ending band i think that's already been revealed so i'm wondering what the big tv anime news for season six is going to be unless it's going to be hey we rearranged some more arcs On your head, top boy, which please don't do that shit. Season five, that really was terrible. I was like, Why would you do that, dog? No, the villains is what makes my hero academia pop. I'm just saying, stop treating them and relegating them as if they shouldn't be in the manga, which is a manga about heroes and villains. Come on now, come on, come on. Next up, me and Roboco fans, all of us two out there, because I'm a me and Roboco fan now, I'm on board, but yeah, me and Roboco fans, it says here that me and Roboco's anime adaptation will start airing on December 4th oh shit cool beans however the next part is what kind of bummed me out like I kind of already knew that it was going to be somewhat in this format but god damn I didn't realize it was going to be this bad because it will basically be five minute shorts anime essentially every episode will be about like just a five minute comedy and that tells me that one they don't really believe in this one that much like if you're only giving it little sketch comedy things you don't really believe in it that much you don't think that it'll pop I mean granted sales for me and Roboco aren't great by any means I think the latest volume in its first week did like 10k or something so it's not like exploding or whatever but if you believed in it enough to sit around in the magazine why don't you believe in it enough to give it a real anime like a five minute shorts anime that's not a real anime I'm sorry like I'm no disrespect to the people working on it and you know everybody behind the scenes but five minute episode anime like that's more like maybe an independent you know creator like if I was trying to make anime or some shit like that sure it would be impressive that I banged out some really cool looking five minute episodes of anime not when you got shonen jump and shueisha behind the scenes kind of makes me wonder well then why did y'all leave me and roboco in the magazine all this time if you're only gonna throw some five minute episode you know what i'm saying like could it be that you're trying to make the magazine look a certain way because of certain advertisers sponsors and political ties that jump and shueisha have which is why they're probably reorganizing the company and making battle series seem like you know a thing of the past and putting all this other shit i'm just saying are y'all trying to check boxes and not bring us the quality Content that we want. I'm just saying. And again, that's no shade to me and Roboco. I like me and Roboco, but it's very interesting. You allow this manga to carry on in the magazine all this time only to give it five-minute episodes, unless the sponsors are really good for those five minutes. I, I don't know. And also the animation studio is Studio Gallop. I'm not familiar with them. And uh to promote it, they put out a new knee visual instead of a key visual, yo, Roboco's peak, a new knee visual uh, of Roboco's knees. <laughs> What are you doing on those knees, huh, <laughs> yeah people me and Roboco anime coming again December 4th five minute shorts I'm gonna watch them probably get a little laugh out of it Roboco's dope next up in case you don't know about this series there was a manga that went for like I think five or six chapters and jump it started gaining a massive fan base and due to the author's health condition had to go on hiatus it was called Ruri's Dragon but it says here Ruri Dragon's official account comments that there's currently no news on the returning of the series from its indefinite hiatus the account promotes the tower of children video game by shueisha games so they used the Rui dragon twitter account to push one of their games but no news on Rui dragon returning and it's scary to think about what's actually happening behind the scenes right because they can say you know health issues all day they could put out whatever blank statement i don't take companies that don't really give a fuck they're just trying to make money their statements at face value it could be a multitude of different things. It could be that the Rui Dragon artist author is basically like not able to keep up with Jump's demanding schedule of release. It could be that they're really falling behind. They're struggling. So that could very well be the case. It could be a wide variety of issues that they're facing. But the fact that they said, hey, by the way, there's no news, but check out this video game says that, yeah, it's probably gonna be a bit or Jump is probably pissed off. Like they were really excited. Like, yo, we go on some fans and all of a sudden, what the hell? you pissing it away. So again, there could be a wide variety of things. And no, I'm not saying that that's the right thing because at the end of the day, hey, if the author is sick, the author's sick. But from a business standpoint, again, a lot of these people, they don't care. They're just like, yo, dog, we want our product. We don't care. And either way, no updates on Ruri Dragon regarding it returning, but Shoeisha got something else to plug. Like, that's terrible. Like, dog, get off of their Twitter account. What the fuck? Like, I want Ruri Dragon updates, not video game updates. Stop. Next up, there was some comments recently made by the author of Hajime no Ippo boxing series legendary classic series whatnot that I felt I wanted to share with you guys because it was very inspirational especially if you're like somebody that is an artist that you kind of struggle sometimes to feel like man I'm doing it wrong this right here might give you a little bit of pepping your step let's read there was an event that reminded me of when i was a newcomer by the way it's george morikawa the artist author of hajime no Ipo. there was an event that reminded me of when i was a newcomer it's been nearly 40 years since my debut but i still don't really understand how to draw manga i'm writing this in hope that it will reach newcomers it's okay to fail I'm just accumulating reflections of 40 years. You have to draw, draw, and reflect. I once asked Tetsuya Chiba to publish a manga textbook. The answer came back, I don't know because manga is difficult. When I met Mr. Takumi Nagayasu, he said, I think I finally understand how to use the G-Pen. That's all. No matter how experienced you are, you're always groping in the dark. It's a task that probably has no answer and is neither perfect nor complete. There is a landing point called compromise. A popular writer who is said to be successful then challenges the greats of history to a battle however i am proud of young people who can use the latest tools and can even self-produce it is impossible to keep winning without end by the time you think you have grasped something it is the end of your life in the first place comics are not shallow things that can be learned in one or two times in a person's life we live to lose that's why it's okay to lose it's okay to fail don't be afraid to draw more and more and shout out to george Morikawa. that even though i'm not you know an artist per se in terms of drawing shit I'm um, that was very inspirational and very thoughtful of him to even think about like yo up and coming artists like here's my perspective here's my thoughts like y- it's okay to fail like just shout out to george morikawa i read his author comments all the time and rarely do i got anything to say on them because it'll be like the most random thing but that right there respect next up let's take a close look at the top 50 best-selling manga of the week courtesy of jose underscore ke. And fifty through forty one for starters against spy family at forty-eight. I actually started watching the Spy Family anime last night. I had seen the first few episodes and I read like I don't know six or seven, maybe eight chapters a long time ago. But yeah, I'm getting back into it. I'm gonna catch up by the time uh the anime returns in October. So shout outs to me. Then at number forty five, ooh, in ten days, uh mission Yozakura family with thirteen thousand this run bringing us total to twenty-four thousand. Not great. I mean I, is the anime? I, I keep on forgetting if the anime is officially confirmed. I'm returning or not, but yeah, if the anime has been officially announced or not. But yeah, Mission Yozaku family, okay, not 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 the greatest sales. Then, places 40 through 31 at number 33, we got One Piece 102 at 16,000. A lot of kind of series. Oh, what's that? The Vampire Dies in No Time. I don't know why. At number 39, that actually looks interesting. In four days, 14.9, almost 15,000. Okay interesting stuff there. Then places 30 through 21, we got what the hell is sex and dungeon. Uh, we got at number 26, One Piece 103. I believe that's the latest volume with 18,000 this week bringing its total to 1.8. Not too shabby. Uh Ayakashi Triangle volume 10 in 10 days, uh 19.5 this week bringing its total to 40,000. That's why they just put it on Jump Plus. They were like, "Okay, there's an outcry, but it sells very well. We're going to keep this ship going." I mean, even look at the So fan service filled. Oh my god. Uh, Then we got places 20 through 11. We got World's End Harem, volume 16, with 20,000 bringing us total to 38,000. We've got haiku 10th Chronicle. I still don't know what the hell that is. Limited edition in 10 days, 133,000. Top 10, top 10. We got number 9, Jujutsu Kaisen, volume 20. 33,000 this week god damn still bringing it in 1.4 million we got uzaki okay that was the controversial one uzaki Chanwa. Also, basically the uzaki anime uh, in three days with 37,000 that's why they're not canceling that shit it sells well um and I, by no means am i saying it should be canceled i'm just saying like yeah uh then at number six boruto volume 18 y'all know in case you don't we talked about last week that boruto has been doing pretty bad but in 10 days total uh it has done 71,000. With thirty-eight thousand in the last run, still not the greatest in the world. It's definitely a step up, and it's kind of weird now that I think about it. Did it? I believe it sold more in its second run. That's very strange. Either way, seventy-one thousand in ten days. It's a step up from what I thought it was gonna do in about ten days. I thought it would probably be at like forty or fifty. So seventy-one in ten days is decent, but still a very clear indication that. Oroto manga is headed on downward spiral we went from a hundred thousand at some given points first week to this 10 days 71 we'll see what it does in it's next week Uh then at number 5 Tokyo Revengers volume 29 40,702 total not bad not bad and what's number 2 motherfucking ghost no. <laughs> MF ghost volume 15 64,000 and at number 1 for the second week in a row big big things world trigger volume 25 with 142,000 this week bringing his total to 307 yo world trigger fans show up for their series holy shit shout out to you guys and yeah people those were the top 50 best selling manga of the week courtesy of Ke. and we'll wrap this episode up with the Shonen Jump and Shonen Magazine author comments uh yeah let's get to it for starters we got Shonen Jump we got Hiro Oda creator of One Piece I went to a green live show they used my illustration so wonderfully that I was moved they have so many good songs Oda Always living living the life, huh? Uh, we got Mopolo3 from PPPP. The watermelon season is over, so I plan to eat watermelon ice cream bars from now on. Ew. <laughs> Yo, what the? Well, maybe. I don't know. At first, it sounded gross, but now that I think about it, maybe it's not gross. I don't know. Then we got Hajime Komodo, author of Martial Magic and Muscles. I love the library. I borrow a lot of books and read them all lightly. Highly recommended. I used to frequent libraries back in my day oh we got kohiro koshi author of my hero academia i hope to keep the spirit of the more pockets the better yes one pocket is never good no. <laughs> then we got uh let's just throw this in here shuhei miyazaki from me and Roboko. a lot of stuff happened and my butt exploded luckily there was no critical damage what <laughs> We got Yuki Tabata, author of Black Clover. My teeth hurt, so I went to get drilled by a dentist and then it was raining as I left. Even the heavens have forsaken me. Yo, Tabata, you aye, right? You aye. Right? Hope you're all right. Then we got the Weekly Shonen Magazine author comments. We'll start off with Gachi Aquata's Kei Urana I love parties. I don't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, hey, I- I'll go to a party here and there, but I'm not... Eh, I like small gatherings with chill people. That's that's my bag. Then we got Nakamura Suzuki, author of uh, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Seven Deadly Sins. I finally beat Dying Light like 2 with the assistance of my wife at last. That sounds so dope, playing video games with your wife. Shoutouts to you. Um, I've experienced that before. Well, not my wife, but my fiance. Either way, yeah. Uh, then we got Ken Wakui, author of Tokyo Revengers. One of my assistants will get a serialization. Congrats, Real Y'all. That's dope. That's real dope. I love how a lot of these in recent times, like a lot of assistance to mangaka, have been getting serialized. Like, that's dope. Then we got Hiro Mashima, author of Eden Zero. Between House of the Dragon and Power of the Rings, fantasy TV is thriving. And I really need to go back. I know it's bad or whatever, but I really need to go back and finish Game of Thrones. I was like on season six or seven when I stopped watching. I need to badly. Then we got Muneyuki Kanashiro, author of Blue Lock. I've been doing a lot of reading on the evolutions of living things and finding it fascinating dope and uh, we got george morikawa i'm gradually enjoying taka channel more see i never understand like the author of hajime no ipo i never understand what he's talking about um but then we got finally to close this off to your eternities yoshitoki oima i've been addicted to my smartphone lately it is an addicting device i must say but yes people we've reached the end let me know what you guys think most important story favorite story something i didn't cover something that you kind of like yo dog why you not talking about it let me know so laugh for this one i'm for world and as always people have an awesome day and remember the golden rule anime and manga for life boy Have an awesome day Peace in. And you guys just watched Another episode of Whatever news Have an awesome day lads Subscribe and hit that bell I'm just saying I have a dream Alone in my room As I sit with the tea Couldn't possibly think What I often see And you don't even know Now I often blink Lights be flashing And looking at me Such an odd unique Yet I'm so unique And you're looking at me If the walls could talk They would probably re bleak And I'd probably say Bitch get the fuck off me.